right, y'all, welcome back to another episode in this second annual Scary Movie Screamathon with the half Spooky Movie Squad, considering there's only two of us. Uh, this is episode 27. And this time we went for something corny. Corny, beautiful, disgusting, and absolute garbage one might say it's out there and this episode is about to be out there gross anyway all right so we went for jason x the x stands for extreme oh wait you could say that all right so, Jason X, let's jump right in. It starts out with a banger. Basically, Jason Voorhees has been brought to a facility and cryogenically stored. He got sort of. so bad at killing, or he was so good at killing people that the American government had to step in and figure out something to bring this man down. Also, it wasn't just that he was so good at killing people. He was so good at repeatedly... Not staying dead, which is a talent. You just can't keep this man down. For those of us that have tried and tried, Jason is the champion at not dying permanently. It's like the XFL. Every time it disappears, it finds some way to come back. Garbage. All right. So he's held up in a secret U.S. government facility at Crystal Lake, which is a long time after everything happened. And then they basically put him in suspended animation. And, and well, there's, there's like, well, huh, should we find out? Yes, we should. Um, basically, there was a changing of the guard, and the next kid that came in went, eh, he's really creepy. I don't want to look at his face. Even though everybody told him, don't go near the body, don't touch it, don't just stay behind the thing. And he goes, nah, he's fucking creepy. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do that thing they told me not to do, which is go up to the body and touch it. And by touch it, I mean he put a blanket over it. And then it cuts to the U.S. government other side coming in to say we're taking jason because he is a scientific marvel at regeneration and then they go in and remove the blanket to take jason and dun 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 my favorite sentence to ever be typed in imdb synopsis history they found a dead johnson (laughs) i never thought i'd be so happy to see that phrase jason uh, may not be dead but But johnson Johnson is. is Jason is now not on hooks in a government facility. He is hacking up the crooks of a government facility. And yes, I went there. Anyway, so he comes in hacking everybody to bits, cutting everybody up, and he's like, you're dead. And then the girl who was like in charge of the facility is trying to run away from him and chase him into the cryo-freeze area manages to chase him in there 
gets him shut up in the cryopod and she starts like trying to freeze him and she goes <sighs> breathes a sigh of relief that's what that sound was in case any of you were confused that was a sigh of relief um a little too soon though as his machete slices through the cryo door and into her and she collapses and they both freeze because all that cryo juice was out and about in the room but in fact it wasn't the end cut to 455 years later or 450 or a lot of years later and a field trip of some or other students i don't know age wise but they're all nuts and for some reason incredibly horny we'll get to that later uh as are most <laughs> most kids of anything they're like oh look surge of hormones we're weird anyway so this field trip takes them to this earth long time after earth has been gone and dead and they find the cryopod and a frozen lady and they go hmm i got a good idea uh let's take them we're going to take them back to the ship. We're going to study them. And they did. And so they took the lady and put her on one table. And they put Jason and put him on another table. And everybody was super excited about it. Except for the one person in the crew who, after they were talking about it, said, Is that Jason Voorhees, the killer? While he was on the phone trying to make money, money, money with people. And he went, oh God, how much money would that get me? You know, because money is more important than a giant killer with a machete who can't die 500 years later. It's awesome. So we go back to the lady on the table. And they have nano ants that come and cover her body in everything. And... She's no longer dead, though. She is healed. She's wearing like a chainmail outfit that's not chainmail because it's nanobots. Which is like Big Hero 6. Anyway, then we cut to Jason on the table alone with a very beautiful and alone scientist lady. And... Nobody quite realizes that it's Jason the killer. So she's still alone. We'd get more into names, but all these people just, they, they just get picked off so quickly. And so... Yeah, spoiler alert, by the way, weights are off. Spoiler alert. Everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, they, <laughs> and they all just, die. they all go so fast before you have time to love their character. It's like, oh, oh and they're dead. Oh, and they're gone. Oh, and yep. And then you think one's gone, and then he's not gone, and then you're like, oh shit, yeah, okay, well, you died. And right. then he's definitely That's gone. That's cool. And then he's super gone. But, so this scientist lady, she got 
she got the wrong end of this stick. That poor girl. She is the worst. One of the worst deaths. Yeah, that's in this pretty movie. pretty brutal. They uh, so basically Jason is on the table and he's kind of thawing out while she's studying his sort of frozen state of death ishness, and the two other students that are in the room that are supposed to be studying him also are like. I bet he's just super hung, and I just want to fuck you. And then they literally leave and go have sex, because why not? You're on a space station with a weird dead thing. So that automatically means, let's go have sex. So they do. And while they are off doing the do... Mr. Voorhees comes back to life in a soundproof, very thick paneled room and dunks Miss Beautiful Scientist, what's her face? Adrian. Adrian. Adrian, your poor face. He dunks her head into a vat of liquid nitrogen, freezes her, and then the piece de resistance. Smashes her face into the counter. It's disgusting. It was a lot. And that was like 30 minutes in to the movie. 30, 40 minutes. So I'm like, boy, howdy. Okay, we're going to get gnarly. So after her, he goes and finds the two fuck buddies and starts messing with them. Goes manchete deep. In the dude, whatever his name is. Well, one thing we we forgot, uh, when they do find Jason and they open the cryovac door, what, the kid that's there, <laughs> basically Jason falls and his machete falls first and just clean cut, wicks the guy's arm off. And then uh, after They put he, him in the nano bed next to the chick. Yeah, so the, the two people that were doing it, uh, the guy walks out of the room into his machete. So he just turns awesome. the corner and, oop, there's my gut. Yeah. And the girl somehow gets out. Uh, Jason goes on to that virtual reality room that they have built. And... Where Mr. Hacker slash arm dude and some other guy. Yeah, we're a big for- tough I guy forget, and the I kid. Their dude. Names. Yeah, the kid who loses his arm and a, a tough guy. Well, but the kid who loses his arm gets broken in half. Like, he yep. gets his back broken. WWE in a style. Horrible wrestling move type way. It's awful. The other guy just gets his face Yeah, and in. it's horrible because they think, oh, this is just a simulation. I could have sworn I told this thing to stop, but it won't. So crap. Then they're dead. And then it's a whole lot more death. So then from they then on. apparently on interstellar future sp- field trips, you have to go with a fully armed security detail. Of course. Thank God, because how many times have you gone out on a va- on a you know seemingly innocent field trip and um, you've run into a serial killer who can't be stopped? I mean, I thought that was just frequent. That's what happened, but. Apparently, I'm wrong. So, yeah, apparently with this uh, security detail that is led by 
What is his name? Brodsky. Brodsky. Which cracks me up because Brodsky was the name of a sniper who was also an asshat in Bones, which is a great show. Definitely not an asshat in this, though. the actor who played him also played the Doctore, Animaeus, I think his name Mm -hmm. was, in Spartacus. Among other things, Peter Mensa. Yeah. He's brilliant. Badass. If you haven't seen anything with him in it, you're missing out. He's great. He is phenomenal. So, so he they... sends out the entire security detail and goes... And they just get picked off one by one. Well, the guy on the ship is like, please don't kill him. I need him back alive. Because secretly, he made a deal on the phone for a fuck ton of money for this guy. And Brodsky's like, yeah! Okay. Because... He bribed Brodsky. And that he, with $500,000, which is a lot. But he said, all right, so don't kill him. So he came back and told his guys, all right, don't kill him. Ha ha. But also at least hesitate so that it looks like you tried, but then just kill him. And boy, did they try. And fail miserably because they didn't even get a chance to try before they died. So they're trying to form an escape route um, while the the military guys are slowing him down. Sure. And... In the way that jacks slow down a ball when you bounce the ball up to pick the jacks up. Yeah, that slows those jacks down quite a bit by bouncing that ball. Good analogy. Uh, so then they try to form an escape plan and they get cut off uh, and one girl makes it to the escape pod and is so distraught that she forgets to cut the fuel line before trying to take off and, you know, leave everybody to their death. So she ends up killing herself because the whole thing explodes. Hooray! It's like that commercial that we've mentioned 7,000 times in this podcast that happens every Halloween that's like, why can't we just go get in the running car? And they're like, well, why can't we just go to that one pod? And she's like, okay, well, I'll sit here while you guys figure it out. And then she's like, nope, I gotta go. <laughs> Fucking dumb bench. And then... That thing smushed so hard yeah. and fucked them over in the worst way. Not only that, but she did. And then in dumb. comes the android KM-14. Mm-hmm. And she's all souped up and and ready to go and just destroys Jason. Absolutely annihilates him. She's souped up and ready to go because Mr. What's-His-Fuck, the designer, is like, ooh, I'm going to upgrade her. But by upgrade her, he means I'm going to stick my dick in it. And then she comes out with armor. Damn. Like a battle droid. I knew that's all I needed to do. That's what I call big dick energy. Right. I'm for real, though. Like, he put his dick in it, and she came out with an assault rifle. All right. Hmm. That's normal. So, she fucks up Jason. But... And by fucks up, I mean, whoo, she blows every hole possible in that guy. Blows off two-thirds of his head. All the holes in all the parts in all the bits arm's gone he's missing a leg he's super (laughs) quote unquote dead but not only that they killed him 
on the nano bed, on the regen bed, which is the worst. So they go on thinking everything is fine, thinking we're the best. And then there's only like a couple of them left. And so they finally get a distress signal out. And they start headed back to their spaceport. Well, well, they're heading back to their spaceport and they get that distress signal out, which brings... Brings a new team to them that says, all right, we can be there in 45 minutes. And they're like, well, our ship's going to blow in 40. So how about speeding that shit up? And so they do everything they can to prolong and put off this explosion of the ship. And then, lo and behold... In comes Cyborg Jason. Those nanobots straight up took every little piece of him from all over that room and went, oh boy, we can't put that back together. But here's some metal, like indestructible bulletproof metal. So that's fine. Now two thirds of your body are going to be made of this. So you literally can't die. And... That is the truth. But they try every single thing that they can. They blow the ship in half to give them more time. They try to simulate Crystal Lake the first time he visited with the two camper girls. And he turns them into camper girl nunchucks and beats the crap out of each other with each other. Inside the bags, very dead. It's horrific. And... Literally all of this just so when, Brodsky... When they set off the charges, though, uh, one of the guys stays behind to set them off to try to kill Jason. And all it does is propel him at the ship. The the the, uh, um, the, the rescue shuttle. ship. Yeah, he propels him at the shuttle. And so Through space. Jason gets no reaches and then cracks a big old hole in the hull killing another person who very 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 violently gets sucked through that hole oh in the worst way in lots of liquid little tiny pieces it's awful and but... so brodsky gets in his super space suit to go out and fix the hole well no he goes out to fix the airlock so that they can get on to the rescue ship yes and that is a mess and so on through the rest of the movie is literally yeah. that. Brodsky comes back one more time to they tried to fight Jason off so everybody can escape and ends up sending them both hurling towards the planet and uh, they burn up on re-entry. Haha, <laughs> burn up is a term we use lightly for one party. And... The last fucking scene of this movie is a dude and his chick camping out by a lake, Look, which a we can star. only assume is Crystal Lake-ish, Part but B. on a new planet. And they go, oh, look, a falling star. It fell in the lake. Let's go check it out. Cuts to credits. Um, first of all, y'all are dead. If something falls from the sky and lands in the lake, call someone maybe. Don't go look at it. That's my number one thing. 
Yeah. Don't go look at it. So this movie was the tenth in the series, and hence it, Jason. X. It's funny because ha, ha, none ha. of the the main, like the writer, director, or anything like that, had really anything to do with all the other movies. Uh, Jason was still played by the same guy who's all, also makes appearances and throughout a lot of the movies that we watch. Like Hatchet, for instance, he is uh, Victor Crowley in Hatchet, which y'all have heard. He is Jason Voorhees in quite a few movies. He makes a couple appearances in Random Ass Knockoffs as Michael, but yeah, he's a dude. He had, huh, hit, that's a lot of person. Like, there's, there's no separation between where his neck and the rest of his head is. It's a lot of large person. So, let's discuss favorite characters. Who was your favorite character? Oh, my favorite character. This one's easy. It's Brodsky, man. Brodsky. Oh, I love I love me some Peter Mensa. Oh, that dude is a certified badass in basically every role that he plays in. And this one, you know, he was just a badass in, you know, a campy Know, science fiction horror movie and you know played the hero and did the ultimate sacrifice to make sure every, the few people that were left survive and you know it's always good when the hero goes out heroically instead of <laughs> tragically and you know when the hero goes out heroically well you that know. could not be any more what about, stoically what about you emma uh i agree with brodsky but i loved km yeah they played the robot-ish angle of her well she was very humanoid in her ways aside from her really creepy you could tell was programmed smile but i loved km she was goofy and i liked it even when she was just ahead at the end she was like it's fine losing, just use it was me. almost as if losing her body made her more sassy <laughs> it's true sans assy but more sassy hmm. so yeah, KM would have to be my all-time favorite with an honorable mention to Brodsky because he was great. Who was your least favorite? Professor Lowe. That douchebag put all of, of his... All of, just because he was financially unstable, put all of his students at risk and decided to get all... I'm going to go black market with this guy. Don't kill him. We need him... So First that I can of all, make some money off of he them. wanted to sell a human. I don't care what human it was. He wanted to sell a human. That's a problem. Yeah, but that is a hard. And he pass. put just everybody at risk just to fill his own needs as a professor. Which you've heard from our spooky movie squad. We complain a lot when you put your needs over everyone else. It always puts everyone else in immediate danger. Yeah, so fuck that guy. Yeah, he was a piece of junk. Ugh. All right, so we are in agreement yeah. on Professor Asspace. So is it my turn to poorly guess the box office and uh, how much it costs well, to make this Well, we can either movie? go for the box office right now or we can do seven words first while you think about your box office guess that may or may not huh. be correct. Well, I guess seven words it works. My seven word synopsis is, oh, crap. He's coming right for us. And they <laughs> blow it and he just fucking flies at them like, dude, you think space is going to stop me? Come on. 
than that. Right. You know I made a medal, right? You got another one, or no, you got just go that ahead. one? No, go ahead. I think I, I think have I have another one. So forming. many. Yeah, go All for right. it. So my first one is kind of hilarious. IV straight to the brain seems logical, because in that opening sequence, he literally has an IV directly into his brain. I'm like, okay, all right, well, if he wasn't dead, he's going to be dead now, even though he's probably not. So, And then I had, when watching on TV, space tits not included. <laughs> because we watched this on the Sci-Fi Channel, and thanks, live and TV, thankfully, for blocking out my nipples. Thankfully, I've seen this before. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. Those but. poor two camper girls had uh, very blank slate boobies. So, and then I had, ah, yes, smart, take the frozen people. Because, well, one of them already cut your arm off, so why not just put him in the plane? Or the shuttle, or the ship, or whatever you want to call it. Yes. All right. And then a quote, I bet he's hung like a mammoth. Oh, my God. Which I could not stop laughing. I had to pause the movie when that came on, because I was like, wow, that was special. And then my... Two alliteratives. Putsy professor precariously puts payout past people. Nice. And then I had stabby serial sucker slashes students. Space sucks. So that's my alliteratives. Ten things I hate about getting slashed. Yes. And there were at least ten. All right. So... Just as a random update, I'm not sure how current we are on our minority kill count, but uh, this movie adds on two more. Hmm. And they were tragically painful to watch. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, all the deaths in this movie were really hard to watch, but oi. Yeah, that was a lot. I think my favorite line was when Brodsky got stabbed the first time when he's like, ah. Oh, you think a little a little knife is going to break me? And then he pushes it in a little farther and he goes, Yep, that'll work. <laughs> it was great. And then he wasn't dead. It was wonderful. So, now, now that we've discussed the ten things we hate about being slashed, what is your guess on the budget of this movie? Well, this movie came out in 2001. This came out hell, in 2002. I'll say whatever 2001 2002 early 2000s. early 2000s and i'm gonna say for what it was especially being a sci-fi what which most sci-fi thrillers just absolutely depend and eat up the their budget in cgi this <laughs> movie actually did a lot with sets there was a lot of practical effects and not this, a and lot of CGI. CGI. It, you know, except for the like nano, the, nano, the, nanobots the nanobots were, were the, the and worst. There were a couple of moments like launching him into space. But other than that, it Lots really of practical. didn't. It wasn't gaudy no. with the with the the CGI. I was which really kind of helped in the gaudiness of the movie itself. So I'm gonna say fourteen dollar dues. Well, you're pretty close. Eleven million. $11 for the budget. $11 dizzles. Uh, so what do you think the budget, or the, the budget, we just discussed the budget. That shit was $11 million. I already told you this. So. <laughs> I was there for it. Well, you were alive. That is correct. Um, what do you think the box office was? 
Hmm, box office. I'm going to go with $21 reviews. <laughs> Good guess. So, to date, $17 reviews. Oof. Was their box office. It now, opening weekend, money? opening weekend, $6.6 dollars. Yeah. So it I, has not really you know grown thing? with itself, per <laughs> se, money wise. But I tell you what, it's a funny movie to watch. I was going to say, a lot of I was, was going to say, one thing we never looked one. up is like records for horror movie box office releases. Oh, there have been plenty that have been. I know we just haven't there. we haven't looked at like a list of them. That would be an that would be an interesting thing to look. That at. would be. We'll have to look into that. Future me, Agreed. look it up. <laughs> Future Micah, think, think hard, think fast. Look, present me doesn't do enough of that. I don't think future me is in for well, anything. You never better. know; it's the future. <laughs> Alrighty. So, anything else that you have? To say about Jason X? It's fun. It is not a, a good trip. movie. It's not a good movie by any sense of the mean. But uh, practical effects, the set work was amazing. Uh, the actors obviously had to play like a cheesy, campy... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yes. Stereotype, stereotype role in their, in their roles. But they all do really, really freaking well. And it just seemed like everybody had a good time making this. I know I bring that up a lot, but it, it really goes to show. It was a show... movie that worked how it was. Yeah. Besides its garbage trashiness, it it's was fun. great. It's And fun. it's hilarious. It's not scary. And I say that loosely because y'all know me. If you've been listening, you know me. If you haven't been listening, I am a sheltered child who just started watching horror movies for fun, which to me is still the most ironic statement I've ever said in my life because, ha they're not. But this one was. The jump scares were there, though, because I tell you what, I shrieked a couple times. Hmm. But there's a lot of blood, a couple of good jump, jump scares, but it is a great, hilarious movie in a good way to go with the Friday the 13th. It's pretty Jason movie. extreme. Oh boy, you poor souls out there unable to see the X that he just made with his arms. Oh, I'm so sad for you that you missed the out X on that. The X stands for extreme. You're special. All right, so if you have any other interesting Jason Voorhees facts for us, like uh, how his machete ended up out of his hands, but also how they got that out while he was frozen you can tweet us at allentown pod and if you have any other interesting fun facts on any other scary movie that ended up in a hilarious sequel you can email us at allentown presents at gmail.com and for all other things that you have missed in the allentown network you can find us on facebook at allentown presents you betcha all right y'all Second annual Screamathon. We love it. We're here for it. It's going to keep happening. So let's go get in our rocket ship and get the hell out of here. You're special. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Toots. <laughs>